Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to this podcast episode four. And uh, real quick, let's make some acknowledgements. Last week, uh, I had my wife join me for the podcast and it was absolutely our longest podcast uh, to this date. Now, understood, it's only been three episodes prior to this one that we're doing right now. However, uh, it was an hour long and that's it's quite a, a, a long time to listen, especially if you're brand new to the podcast, you guys don't, um, you know, aren't familiar with my stuff yet. Uh, but a lots of people received it pretty well. Um, we had several people like 30 some, uh, people listened to that podcast last week. And, uh, I really got to thank you guys first and foremost for doing that and, um, and listening to it. And, uh, again, hopefully it met something in you <clears throat> that, uh, was helpful. I also want to acknowledge we're well over a hundred I mean, we have over 100 listeners to the podcast at this point. And again, I'm going to take that as a huge success. I really appreciate you guys stopping by, hanging out, checking out my stuff. Um, and like I said, I'm going to try to do this on a weekly basis. And I'm hoping that people continue to be interested in it um, as I bring you new things every week. You know, I have big plans for where this is going to go. I plan on doing more interviews. Uh, me and my wife were just talking tonight about having her back on uh, for another podcast. So be looking out for all of those things. I'm really excited about it. And uh, big things are going to happen. I, I, just, I just I just feel that I'm excited to share this, this uh, podcast with you, this method of storytelling slash experience telling slash advice giving. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for the over 100 listens so far. And wherever you're listening to me at, the best thing you can do to help support this podcast is share it with a friend. Um, if, if the platform that you're listening to the podcast on gives you an ability to rate it, like with the thumbs up or stars or whatever, do so. And, uh, again, I thank you for the bottom, from the bottom of my heart for, uh, for stopping by each week. Um, so that, yeah, let's, let's get into this week's episode. It's not going to be an hour long. I promise. Uh, those will probably be at least initially few and far between. And I hope to use those longer episodes as times to really showcase something or somebody um, that's a, a really significant uh, topic or person in my life. Um, so this week, though, uh, we're going to talk about one of the, the foundational pieces, I believe, to mental health and mental well-being and self-care. But it's still what kind of turns out to be one of the hardest things to do for everybody. And I see this all the time. I see this on social media. I see it in my friends. I see it in my family. And it's the notion of being kind to yourself. And what does that mean? Um, well, we're going to jump into it here. Uh, being kind to yourself is so easy to say, uh, but it's so much harder to actually follow through with and, and allow yourself to do it. Um, what I find and what I see and observe and even experience in myself is that, and, I, and I've, I've, I've personally dealt with this from pretty young age. I mean, I can remember early, like in junior high and high school, the pressure that's put on us to be successful. And now mind you, that's not always bad. There's something that drives us to be better by feeling that pressure to succeed and, and, um, the competitive nature of things. However, there's definitely a tipping point. And I would argue that we've experienced that tipping point throughout our lives and we've seen it in our parents and we've seen it in our grandparents and we've seen it in our, you know, other people in, in our lives that we look up to. And it's this, this pressure to 
meet other people's expectations, right? So like, it's not, there, there becomes a point where that tipping, that tipping point kind of hits the other side and it's no longer about what we want and it's no longer about what edifies us. And I'm using that word again from, from episode one, um, or episode two, I guess, uh, the balance episode, it, it passes that tipping point where it's not about what it makes us better. And it's, it's all about us meeting the needs of other people. Um, and this pressure to succeed, you know, and, and, and we see it kind of in the gender stereotypes, the, the stereotypical, right. And, and, uh, the stereotypical ways that we think about gender, we've been taught to, to think about gender, at least in our culture, Western culture. And we see it in men where men, men are expected to succeed. Men are expected to be kind of unemotional to, to remain stoic almost and to not show weakness. And then we see it in the, we see the same thing in women, but for different reasons, we, we see the pressure, uh, in our culture to, you know, be the caregiver, to be strong for the family, to make sure everything is done. And then think about yourself second. And then even if you want to take it outside of the gender stereotypes, right? Because, you know, we're pushing against those and we're really fighting against those as a culture right now, which is fantastic. But we also see it in just being a leader and we see this this um, pressure for a leader to never show weakness, to never show that they are struggling. And what that leads to is just this really, really dark and, and steady decline of, of somebody's well-being and starting with their mental health. Um, and we don't give ourselves permission to feel anything. I mean, I was going to say weak, but it's really kind of anything. And it's really, it's really detrimental to our, to our well-being. So I, um, we get this pressure to live up to the standard. We get this pressure to succeed. And oftentimes those, those, uh, standards and, and, uh, ideas of succession or, or being successful, sorry, um, are somebody else's. And, we fight so hard to make that person happy, to make this person happy, to make this person happy and to satisfy everybody else that we started losing ourselves. And, um, what, what I, what I want to see happen and what I challenge myself to do every single day. And this is kind of, I mean, this is absolutely ingrained itself now in my, my approach to therapy and treatment is like changing and challenging our view of success. That measuring stick that we use to, to look at ourselves against the next person. We need to, we need to start challenging those things. We need to change what success looks like because it's not standard for everybody. And I, I, I firmly believe that uh, just like in my balance episode, if you start measuring everybody by the same standards, if you don't allow for different people's, uh, you know, approaches and viewpoints and strengths to come through, we're failing. And so what does it mean to change your view of success? Well, you have to take into account what it is that you want to see. So at your, at your job, 
you might have a standard of success that is given to you. You look at your, your job description and they say, you have to do this every day, or maybe it's a daily thing. Maybe your, your boss, when you come in in the morning, they give you a, a, a sheet of paper that says your tasks for the day. But what does success actually mean? Is success for you working your way up through that company? If it's yes, then that's that should be your drive. If that's something that you want to do, that should be your drive. But if it's not, what is it that drives you to be there? What is your version of success there? Society tells us we have to f- compete with each other. It's really ingrained with uh, in, into us, you know, in your childhood. You you want to be the fastest one at gym class or the the best, you know, trumpet player in the band. I never was, by the way. Um, but we we challenge each other, or, or we're, we're supposed to compete with each other for these things. And and do we actually look at the things that we're competing for and think about is this even something I want? And then on top of that, so we, we go into the next layer. As, as we're going through our roles every day, as we're going, you know, as a, as a, as myself, as a father, as a husband, as a social worker, am I allowing myself to be me in all of those roles? Am I acknowledging the fact that I have feelings along the way that today I might not be feeling very well physically? Or maybe I'm really sad or depressed today. Or maybe I'm having a little bit of a trouble with my anxiety today. And what happens is we don't even give ourselves permission to feel those things and understand those things and acknowledge those things. And and they just sit there. One of the things as I train um, crisis intervention, part of that is, is replacing crisis uh, replacing emotions, uh, or, or behaviors, right? Replacing behaviors based on emotions. And one of the things I try to train to the staff that I'm training is, you know, anger management really is a silly thing when you look at it, because we look at, you know, nobody tells you to stop being so happy. Nobody tells you to, you know what? You really need to work on managing your happiness. Anger isn't the enemy right? Anger is not, anger in and of itself is not the bad guy. Feeling sad is not in and of itself the bad guy. Uh, it's what you do with that, that can be maladaptive or, or whatever you want to say. So it's acknowledging those feelings and saying, you know what? Everybody feels angry. Everybody feels sad. Everybody feels happy. Everybody feels joy. And so it's, it's saying to ourselves, you know what? I feel this way and that's okay. And I'm not going to fight against it. I'm going to try to let that be a part of the way that I manage. Let that be a part of the way that I interact with my friends. Let that be a part of the way that I go to work. Let that be a part of the way that I'm a father and a husband. Um, and so we have to start doing those things. And and like, and I said earlier, yeah, absolutely. This is easier said than done. 
to be kind to yourself, to stop. You know, we, we we're so hard on ourselves and saying, I'm not meeting the standards by the, the standards that other people are putting on me. I'm not successful based on what other people say success is. And, and I'm saying, let's, let's stop doing that. And here's where I acknowledge again, this is easier said than done. And one of the things that I, another one of the, the, uh, components of the way that I approach therapy and treatment is, you know, we have to find the skills where there's none already. So we have to build those skills. And so as I acknowledge that this isn't an easy thing to do, where do we start? So here's your homework again. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since I gave you guys homework. So here's your challenge for the week because we're going to start small and that's the way that I approach treatment and therapy. So if, if there's skill not doesn't exist or if we're working on something, let's break it down into really small pieces and, and start there. So here's, here's where we're going to start. And this might be different for everybody. And, and obviously I would love to hear feedback on what this means to you and where you're going to start with this. But maybe it's just waking up in the morning and acknowledging the feelings that you're feeling. Maybe that's where we start. We acknowledge that, ah, oh, I'm not feeling really good today. I'm very anxious about this meeting that I have today. And you're not going to do anything else with it yet. Maybe you're, it maybe is just walking to the mirror and saying that, and that's going to be the step in the right direction. Or maybe you, the next step is you go to the mirror and you look at yourself and you say, you know what? My depression is really kicking in today and I'm a little terrified of that, but you know what? It's okay. Right? So that's another step because we're not only, we're acknowledging our feelings, but now we're saying, you know what? It is going to be okay. And you might not even believe it yet. You might not even believe it the first time. You might not believe it the first 20 times, but that's a step. Or maybe, you know, another step that you could take is you acknowledge that feeling. I'm feeling anxious right now. I'm feeling sad right now. And maybe you indulge in something that's a little bit selfish something that somebody else wouldn't say you're doing this, you know, for success, but you're going to say, you know what? I feel like really eating some ice cream. Well then dang it, go get some ice cream. We're going to talk about moderation and stuff in, in another episode. So I'm not telling you to buy 50 Ben and Jerry's and eat, eating those because that's going to cause some problems in uh, lots of other ways as well. But it's indulging yourself and saying, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself right now. Maybe it's going to, go, I'm going to go to the gym. Maybe it's, I'm going to go on a walk. Maybe I'm going to call my friend. But indulging in something that isn't necessarily common for you and saying, you know what? This is how I'm feeling and this is going to make me a little bit happier. So I'm going to do this. Obviously, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on this episode. Uh, it's definitely shorter than the last episode, but it's one that's been really weighing on me a little bit. And this might not even be the period on this, this episode or this topic, because I think it's really important to learn to be kind to ourselves, to be nice to ourselves, to allow ourselves permission to not be a hundred percent. 
So I'd love to hear your feedback on that. You can reach out to me, obviously, always directly at twitter.com slash lawsight5. My email address, which is thispathpodcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash aversion therapy. Love to hear you guys' feedback on on everything, um, on, on what steps you're going to take this week to, to allow yourself to be a little bit kinder to yourself. What steps are you taking? Where are you at on that journey? One of the things that we hear a lot right now, especially when it comes to mental health and, and mental illness, the stigma of mental illness, we often hear people saying to each other, it's okay to not be okay. And that is so true in this case. It's okay to not be okay. That's where I'll leave you guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I look forward to next week's episode. Um, Thanks again and uh, be well, everybody. Take care.